Parjana Sarita Krishna Chaitanya Devi Shri Radha Krishna Padam Sadhana Devita Shri Vishantan Vitamanstra E Krishna Karuna Siddhu Dina Bandhu Jagatpate Gopesha Gopita Kanta Radha Kanta Mastate Takta Tanjana Dorangi Radha Vrinda Maheshwari Rishitam Sute Devi Kanami
What will happen if you zoom out? You will then see the more details, the whole suburb you will see. You keep zooming out, what will happen? You will see the city. You keep zooming out, what will you see? The whole Australia you can see on the map. And then you can see all the oceans. Keep zooming out, what will you see? The whole Earth planet you will see. You keep zooming out, what will you see? At one point it goes blank. So the technology can only allow you to go to certain extent. But what we hear in Shiman Bhagavatam here is beyond that. So this is uh, Apurushaya. It is mentioned Shiman Bhagavatam as Apurushaya. What does Apurushaya mean? It is not written by some person, mundane person. It is written by God Himself. It is written, it is given by the Lord Himself. So it is not written by someone who has got material body or mundane person. So we hear where does, in, especially in the third canto, it begins, where it explains how the three Purushas, who are the three Purushas? They are known as the Paramatma of three things. So the three Purushas are, who are the three Purushas? Karmadachar Vishnu or Mahavishnu, Garodachar Vishnu and Shirodachar Vishnu. And these three Purushas are known as the Paramatmas. So Karmadachar Vishnu is the Paramatma for the entire material creation. Garodachar Vishnu and Karmadachar Vishnu expands itself into Garodachar Vishnu from the pores of the body of Karmadachar Vishnu. Millions of universes are emanating just through his breathing out and breathing in. Exhaling and inhaling process. In uh, yoga, when you go for a yoga, uh, the teacher asks you to exhale and inhale, prana. So what happens when you exhale and the breathing, uh, the instructor makes you breathe more and more rapidly. But when we breathe out and breathe in, what comes out is not to be discussed here. It's nothing of importance. Sometimes you have to take the box of tissue and keep it by your side. So that when you breathe out, you just throw it away. But here when Mahavishnu or Karmadaksha Vishnu breathes out, there are universes coming out of the pores of Mahavishnu. So he is the Paramatma of the entire universe, material universe. So when he breathes out, the universes come out. And when he breathes in, the universes go back into the body of Mahavishnu. And then, that is, he enters into each and every ocean, uh, each and every universe as Garbhodaksha Vishnu and Garbhodaksha Vishnu is known as the Paramatma for the universe. And then there is Shirodaksha Vishnu. Shirodaksha Vishnu is Paramatma for each and every atom it is mentioned. So he is the Paramatma of each and every living entity within the universe. So when Mahavishnu glances at Kadam, at that point, he impregnates, he impregnates the time, Kala Shakti, into Pradhan and it manifests into Mahatattva. At that point, the three modes come into existence. And the first thing that is mentioned in the third canto, what comes into existence is Ahankar or false ego. 
when, uh, when uh, Mahavishnu looks at Pradhan and impregnates the Tala Shakti and the Jiva Shakti into the Pradhan. So, uh, what uh, manifests is the three modes in its inactive form. And then when they become active and mixed with Ahankara, goodness, passion and ignorance, when mixed with Ahankara, false ego and time, Tala Shakti. So, when it mixes with this ingredients, what, when Kala Shakti and Ahankara mixes with goodness, mind and senses come, sorry, say, uh, uh, mind and the Devtas come into being. When it mixes with passion, the Prana Shakti and the ten senses come into being. And when uh, the time and Ahankara mixes with mode of ignorance, then the ten Tanmatras uh, and the elements is mentioned. The sense elements come into being. So this is the beginning of creation, and it is again in the tenth chapter when Lord Brahma has got a darshan. So when from the navel of Garbhadarsha Vishnu there is a lotus flower which uh, sprouts, and on that Lord Brahma is born. So he meditates. We heard this in a few classes before we heard, few chapters before we heard this. When Lord Brahma meditates on, uh, he hears, when he comes into being, he does not know what is his purpose. So he performs tapasya, he hears the sound vibration of tapa and he performs tapasya for hundred of his years. At that moment, he gets darshan and this is mentioned again in the third canto of Bhagavatam that he gets darshan of the lotus feet of Gargodaksha and Vishnu. And at that point, when he looks at the creation, he can see the blueprint. So he understands that he needs to create, he needs to create the uh, universe. So, and he understands now there are two creations. Sarga, Sarga is the primary creation, which has already been given by the Lord. And this is mentioned, there are uh, six things which are given by the Lord. One is the Mahatattva which is coming from the Pradhan, which has already been done even before Lord Brahma comes. Then Ahamkara, false ego, is already been given. Then the sense objects. So the five primary elements of material nature, Arthwara, Bhumirapur, Narawai, Kamanabuddhi, Evaja, Ahamkara. So this eight, of this eight, the five, or four, or five, that are already been given by the Lord. Then the Indriya senses, so the five knowledge acquiring senses and five action senses, they are already been given. The Devtas who manage this ten sense objects are being given and the, tan, the Tamas, ignorance, is already been given. This is part, this forms a part of primary creation sarga. So Lord Brahma now is creating secondary creation. At that point, Lord Brahma is, it is mentioned in, uh, the same again uh, in third canto, that he is first creating immovable living entities. Who are the immovable living entities? The plants, basically. So there, in, in that there is mentioned there are different kinds of plants, some are creepers, some are trees, some are uh, which, sub, which live on others, support, hmm, some are independent. So like that there are six types of plants which 
living entities which are created and it is mentioned they have got consciousness but they are they are not manifesting their conscious, consciousness externally but they feel the pain when they are cut or hurt so uh, these are immovable and then the second category of living entities Brahma creates is the lower species like the it is mentioned there are 28 types the, some of them are two hooded, one hooded, five claws and birds so uh, again there are different different reptiles and bird, uh, birds and animals are created and then Lord Brahma creates human beings and these human beings it is mentioned uh, it's interesting when I was reading this uh, there are some characters mentioned of human beings and uh, it's, uh, it's uh, mentioned that the plants their nourishment is upwards so they take food from down and nourish upwards the animals are nourished horizontally and the humans nourish from top to bottom but the interesting characteristics of humans is that their whole life is dedicated to work they are mainly mode of passion, they are very passionate and they are dedicated to work the interesting thing again, uh, they think themselves happy even while they are in distress mm. so this is one of the characteristics which I felt was interesting because they suffering but they feel that they are enjoying so this is one of the ignorance mm. and then Lord Brahma creates the demigods mm. there are different types of demigods like Pitras, Asuras, Gandharvas, Yakshas, Raksuras, Siddhas, Charanas all those demigods are created so we see this primary creation and secondary creation the primary creation is done by the Lord himself and the secondary creation is performed by Lord Brahma and when he creates we were hearing here uh, different different uh, Varsas and Dvipas so we, we see uh, when Lord Brahma creates he creates first three categories higher planetary system middle planetary system and lower planetary system so in the middle planetary system okay, we'll go from high so in the higher planetary system uh, there are Bhugaloka, Swargaloka, Maha, Janas, Tapas and Satyaloka so there are this seven then there is the Bhurloka which is the middle planetary system which, is, which consists of the earth earth planet and then there are lower planet, the seven lower planetary system which is Atal, Vital, Sudha, Talata, Mahatal, Prasatal and Patal so these are the seven so there are total fourteen planetary systems which are created six above then earthly planet and then seven below and below that we will come to at the end of fifth canto there are all the hellish planets which are mentioned there are twenty-one and some places it is mentioned twenty-eight so there are uh, this uh, hellish planets which are mentioned in one of them at the end of the end of so uh, after creating all these things we hear now what is happening uh, now we go back again to uh, Bhagavatam's pastime where initially when this creation happened Swayambhu uh, who we were hearing about he had two sons Uttanapad and Priyavrata Priyavrata is a elder son and Swayambhu is a younger son uh, Maharaj Priyavrata was renounced he, he took initiation from Naladuni and he left he did not want to engage in ruling the kingdom so it got passed on to Uttanapad so we hear from until now in the whole fourth kind of we hear about the 
Uttanapad ruling and his dynasty, Dhruva Maharaj and his dynasty until Prachetas <coughs> ruled the planet. But after Prachetas, Daksha was born second time and he said, I want to go and, uh, I don't want to just engage in ruling at the moment, I want to uh, do some tapasya first. So he went into the forest to do some tapasya and there was no one to rule the planet. So Swayamuman went and approached Maharaj Priyavrata, who was the elder brother who was going austerity in the forest. So he asked Maharaj Priyavrata to again rule the kingdom. But Maharaj Priyavrata, anyone who has been touched by Narad Muni is renounced. And we have heard this many times where Tarsha is trying to create progeny. So he had hundred sons and then, sorry, thousand sons. And Narad Muni preached to them and they left. And then there were, sorry, ten thousand sons and thousand sons. So second time there were thousand sons. And Narad Muni went and preached and they also renounced. So Daksha became angry on Narad Muni saying, you will not be able to stay at one place for more than three days. And Shrabhupada also mentions that, that we sannyasis are cursed, we are followers of Narad Muni. So we cannot stay at one place in more than three days. So, but the point here we are trying to make is, Priya, Manaj Priyavrata knew that engaging in the Grahastha Ashram is going to he is going to be illusioned in Maya, so he did not want to enter into Grahastha Ashram. But then uh, Lord Brahma came and insisted that it is the duty of a person to follow the orders of the Lord, carry out the orders of the Lord and that is more important than uh, performing austerity or renouncing immaturely. Of course, Maharaj Prevata uh, was uh, very elevated and uh, he could uh, have renounced and but there was a need for some ruler. So Lord Brahma insisted that Maharaj Priyavrata engage in creation and he blessed him, saying that, I bless you that Maya will not be able to touch you. Even though you engage in Dhrasthasana, you'll still be able to, after Dhrasthasana, you'll be able to go and come back to Godhead. So at that point, uh, Maharaj Priyavrata accepted to engage in material life, in Dhrastha life. Uh, and he married Brahashmati and from her he had ten sons and one daughter. Of whom it is mentioned the three sons, Tabi Mahavir and Savana, they took, they remained Brahmachari and just left. But the seven sons were equally powerful as, uh, as much as Maharaj Priyavrata. Maharaj Priyavrata, it is mentioned that he took the, took his chariot and just to give residence because Six months, uh, the movement of the sun is such that six months it goes into Uttarayana and six months it goes into Dakshinayana. At the time of Dakshinayana, the duration of the day is shorter. So what did Maharaj Priyavrata do? He was as brilliant as the sun. He took his chariot and went around on the opposite side of the sun and illuminated the other side of the planet for six months. So it was day for the entire six months. So that much powerful he was. And in Bhagavatam I was reading, uh, it is mentioned that he took seven chariots and he was riding, he expanded himself into seven forms and he was riding in seven chariots around the earth on the opposite side of the sun. And which created seven dvipas and oceans. And this, this is what we are hearing here. Uh, the centermost dvipa. So now we are understanding that 
upper planetary system, middle planetary system, lower planetary system, and now this middle planetary system we are discussing where Maharaj Priyavata was ruling, and he went around and created seven dvipas, each one circular and double the size of the middle one. The centermost one is Jambudvi, and this is what we are hearing here: the prayers of the residents of Jambudvipa. So the centermost one is a Jambudvipa, which is covered by the lake ocean, and then there is Plakshodvipa, which is covered by sugarcane, liquor, butter, milk, yogurt, and sweet sweet drinking water. So there are like this uh, seven islands. Dvipas and seven portions which are covered, covering each other in concentrated circles. So, and Maharaj Priyavrata gave one of those dvipas to each of his sons. Now seven sons were there, so he handed over each of the islands to each of the sons. <coughs> so, So we are hearing here, uh, here in this chapter there is Jambudi and each uh, now Jambudi is divided into different different varshas. Hmm? So how many varshas are there? Nine. Sorry, nine. Nine, right? Yeah, nine varshas are there. And uh, different different varshas are having different different predominating deity and different different living entities along with uh, the subordinate uh, living entities are living. So we have already heard the prayers uh, to Hyderiva which was by Badrashwara in Badrashwara Varsa and then we heard about prayers to Lord Narsinadev by Prahlad Maharaj and his uh, dependents in Hari Varsha and then what we are hearing here is prayers to Kamadev, Radhimna, by Lakshmi Devi and this is known as Ketumala Varsha and then we will come to prayers to Matsya by Vaivaswata Manu in Ramyata Varsha and then prayers to Kurma by Aryama. Aryama is uh, uh, Yamraja Right. Ah, yeah. So that's right. So uh, he took the position of Yamraj when Yamraj in Vedura. So he is uh, residing in Hiranmaya Varsha and he is worshipping Kurma. Uh, and then there is prayers to Varhadev by Mother Earth Bhumi in the Uttarpur Varsha. And then in the next we will hear, next chapter we will hear uh, the two more, which is Kim Purusha, Lord Hanuman, worshipping Lord Ram, and Naradmuni worshipping Narmana Rishi in Bharat Varsha. So these two will be covered in the next chapter. So like that there are nine Varshas uh, which we are hearing at the moment. And each uh, Varsha has got presided deity. And so the presiding deity of uh, uh, different, uh, the Varsha which we are hearing uh, right now is Pratimna Kamadev in Ketumala. 
So here we are hearing uh, in this verse it was mentioned and in the Bhagavad also Shri Prabhupada is making this point that Maya Maya can also be can also mean Kripa Prachuram, deeply merciful. So all this and this is interesting uh, when Parishit Maharaj initially began asking questions to Sukhdev Goswami and when uh, Vritura asked questions to Maitreya Muni, they did not want to hear the pastimes, internal pastimes of the Lord. They asked about the external potency of the Lord. And the question comes there and even Maitreya Muni glorifies and uh, Sukhdev Goswami glorifies the question questions of Parishit Maharaj and Vidura uh, respectively. So they glorify the question asking that why is it important to understand the material nature, the expansion of the external potency of the Lord. And it is mentioned, uh, Parishit Maharaj says that if one understands the external potency of the Lord, he will be able to uh, He will be able to properly, rightly understand the potency of the Lord and he will have respect for the Lord in a proper perspective because this external potency of the Lord is non different than the internal potency of the Lord. It is mentioned Srila Veera Raghava Acharya. He comes under uh, Ramanujit Sampradaya. Veera Raghava Acharya. So I was reading, Srila uh, Prabhupada has quoted many times. And he mentions uh, in uh, eighth canto, he is mentioning that the external potency of the Lord and internal potency of the Lord. Hmm. So, the material creation and the spiritual uh, world is sat and achit, sat and asat, chit and achit. But because they are both product of the same Supreme Lord, they are expansions of the same Supreme Lord who is sat and chit, they are also sat and Chit in that way, hmm? and because they are coming from the Supreme Lord, they are spiritual in all nature. And those who are pure devotees of the Lord, they don't see that as material. Hmm? So, this is Shilamira uh, Raghavan Acharya is mentioning that this material world, even though it is temporary, but it is still spiritual hmm? because it is coming from the Lord Himself. So, that it's nothing is material about it. And the creation, as we understand, uh, again from the third canto, why did want, Lord want to create? Why did Lord have to go through so much of uh, expand Himself into Mahavishnu, Bhagavadaksha Vishnu, Shirodaksha Vishnu? So many universes are created. So, so Lord Brahma has to do secondary creation. So, what is the need just to fulfill the desire of the living entity? The Lord is so merciful that just to fulfill that small desire of the living entity to live separately, to be independent, to exercise their free will, to be independent from the Lord. How it feels to be independent and separate from the Lord, the living entity has got this little bit of desire. So just to fulfill that, Lord goes through, uh, out of his way and accompanies this living entity as Paramatma and allows him to exercise that free will. Mm-hmm. Lord can easily show the living entity the darshan of what it, what it looks like in the material world and the living entity will say, no, no, I'm better at it. But no, Lord allows the living entity to exercise his free will so that he goes through this experience of how 
this material world, this miserable, without association of the Lord, without uh, being with the Lord, it is very difficult to survive. So, just to fulfill that desire, Lord allows the creation of this material world. But as it is mentioned here, Maya Mayam, Lord is Maya Mayam, He is very merciful. So, Lord allows again, and uh, there is an interesting uh, verse in the beginning of third canto uh, when Uddhava is approached by Vidura, and Vidura asks about. Both of them knew that Lord Krishna has already departed from this planet. Of course, Uddhava knew, but Vidura also knew because looking at the symptoms, he could understand that Lord has already departed. But they were not directly wanted to speak. They did not want to speak about the departure of the Lord. And so Vidura asked Uddhava, how is Lord Krishna doing and how are all the Yadu dynasty doing and how are different different uh, uh, kings and uh, Dwarkavas is doing. At that point, uh, Uddhava is mentioning this beautiful verse, Aho Pakiyam Sthana Khala Kutam Jigamsa Yapapaya Tapiyasa Vileve Gatim Dhatri Uchitam Tatoanyam Kimma Dhyalam Sharnam Prajit Ma. And this verse has been quoted many, many times. Uh, even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has quoted this verse while speaking to Sanatana Goswami. Uh, while uh, talking about the nature of the Lord, how merciful He is. So this verse basically mentions, alas, how I, how um, Uddhava is mentioning, how shall I take shelter of the more merciful that He who granted the position of Dhatri, of nurse in the spiritual world, the mother to this. Putna, who, had, who was very unfaithful and prepared deadly poison to be sucked from her breast. Putna had come to kill Krishna. And what did Krishna do? How, how did Krishna respond, reciprocate with Putna? He gave him the position of Dhatri nurse in the spiritual world, as a mother in the spiritual world. So Acharya mentioned that Krishna is a Papa Vittani. Papa Vittani means it is meant that this, meant, this comes in nectar of instruction. It comes in Ishok uh, Nishad. Apapagita means prophylactic and antiseptic. So, uh, when it is mentioned, this, when the sun rays fall on dirt or something which is impure, two things happen. One thing happens, it makes that place pure. And the second thing, it disintegrates and cleans up. And so the Lord's mercy is like that, prophylactic and antiseptic. Antiseptic means it cures the person's disease and it will purify. It will purify. So both the things happen simultaneously. So it is mentioned, uh, Asha is pointed out, uh, quoting this verse, saying that the Lord, Putna came to kill the Lord. But what did Lord say in Putna? That she has come as a mother offering me milk from her breast. So she is suitable for the spiritual world. She is suitable to be a mother in the spiritual world. And he completely ignored the fact that uh, Putna had come to kill. Her intentions were not good. Because this is the nature of the Lord. Lord, because he is himself completely pure, he sees everyone just the pure qualities in each and every person. I mean, this is uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is quoting uh, this verse 
Prasanatha Goswami explaining how Lord is so merciful that if one come, he rewards even to the uh, to the enemy the position of nurse in the spiritual world then imagine if one worships the Lord if one worships, chants or glorifies the Lord with little bit of uh, positive inclination then how much more the Lord will reward that person so this is the mercy of the Lord so uh, and it is, as it is mentioned uh, that in Dvartha Krishna is perfect in Mathura he is more perfect but in Vrindavan he is most perfect so in Vrindavan he completely ignores so uh, the uh, the mis uh, or faults of the devotee and as it is mentioned uh, uh, Lord manifests in two forms which are uh, very merciful the first form is the Panchatattvas the Panchatattva form of the Lord are very merciful and the second form that the Lord manifests in the material world is Jagannath Bharadeva and Subhadra and they are considered to be very merciful so it is mentioned even if one goes in uh, Mayapur and does not do anything just engages in singing and dancing he makes advancement in spiritual life if one goes to Jagannath Puri and what does he do? Just eat prasadam, he makes spiritual advancement. And in Vrindavan, if he goes and just rolls in the dust of Vrindavan, he makes spiritual advancement. So this is the process. It's uh, and what we hear in Dhyana Yoga and Bhagavad Gita. So people go through all this austerity to become perfect, but the process which the Lord gives, especially this day of Brahma and uh, this Kaliuga is so simple. One just has to chant, dance, eat and roll in the dust. So that, that's as simple as it can get. You cannot, the process cannot get any difficult. So it's so easy to uh, become perfect uh, in, the material, uh, in the material world, especially this time of Day of Brahma. And it's interesting, uh, in Jagannath Puri, I'll quickly mention one last time. Uh, in Jagannath Puri, the prasad and mahaprasad that we get was not available freely before. And this is uh, when you go to Jagannath Puri on the left hand side, there is a temple of Bimla Devi. So there is a pastime of Bimla Devi where uh, uh, once Narakuni uh, wanted to eat the prasad and Jagannath Mahaprasad. And in those days, Mahaprasad was not given outside the temple. It was the uh, the pandas and the devotees who were serving the Lord. They used to eat inside, and prasadam was not strictly not sent outside. It was the instruction of Lord Jagannath that my chest or my prasad should not go out of the temple. No one else, because if someone has, has this prasad, then his going to Vaikuntha is guaranteed. So the prasad should not go out. It should be consumed inside. So Narakuni being Narakuni, uh, he wanted to have prasad. So he begged. Now he is good at uh, convincing people. So he convinced one of the servants of Lord Jagannath and told, "Let me taste once Mahaprasad, and that's it. I'll leave then." So then they said, "You cannot go like this. You have to dress as 
and he says, I'll do whatever, whatever dressing, don't worry about it, I'll manifest that kind of dressing. So he went inside, had prasadam, took handful of prasadam and ran out of the temple. So Narakuni was thinking now, I should, Narakuni is merciful, so he thought, I should distribute prasads because the men, the more the people get the prasad, they all will go back to Vaikunda. So he said, I'll go and give it first to Lord Shiva. And so he was going towards Kailashan at the same time eating prasadam also because he did not want to miss the prasadam was so aesthetic. He was in aesthetic, so he was eating prasadam also. And so he kept going, and by the time when he reached Kailash, the prasadam was over. <laughs> so uh, the, uh, when he reached there, he uh, met Lord Shiva, and Lord Shiva asked, Where have you been? You are looking so effulgent and happy. What, what is happening? And he told that I had gone to uh, Jagannathpuri, Nilachal, and I brought prasad of uh, Jagannath. But unfortunately, I ate everything on the way. And Lord Shiva became very excited. He said, there must be something. So he saw in his palm, between the fingers, there were a couple of grains stuck. So he immediately took that and had it. And he also started dancing in ecstasy. So when uh, Lord Shiva started dancing in ecstasy, Mother Parvati thought, what is happening here? So she came and she asked Narayani, why is my husband all of a sudden dancing like this. And Narayani being Narayani again, he said, I brought so much of prasadam from Jagannath Puri, of Jagannath, Lord Jagannath, and I gave it to uh, your husband to give, give it to you, share it with you, but he ate it all. And Mother Parvati became very angry. She said, how could he do that? Now I will go back and perform tapasya. So she went to Jagannath, Temple and perform austerity, and that austerity is Bimla Devi. That form is Bimla Devi. And she performed austerity there, and after years, she pleased Lord Jagannath. And when Lord Jagannath appeared in front of Bimla Devi or Mother Parvati, Lord Jagannath said, What do you want? And Bimla Devi said, I want to be, I want to have your prasad. And uh, uh, this is what has happened, and I want uh, uh, your prasad. So, Lord Jagannath said, I give you a boon that after it is offered to me, you will be offered, otherwise, it is not considered prasad. So, first, when even till day, after the bhoga is offered to Lord Jagannath, the Mahaprasad is taken to Bimla Devi's temple and offered to Bimla Devi, and then it comes out of the Temple. And so she is the first person to receive the Mahaprasad of Lord Jagannath. And it is also mentioned that Lord um, uh, Mother Parvati said, and it should not only restrict to me, each and everyone should get your mercy. So Lord Jagannath said, yes, okay. She is the mother. Mother Parvati is Durga Devi. She is the mother of the entire universe. So she wanted everyone to taste the Mahaprasad of Lord Jagannath. So now we see. So much of prasad comes out of the temple and we all can honor it. Because this prasad is for the potency. <coughs> so uh, this is interesting. I thought there was another incident where uh, uh, Bhakti Vinod Thakur went to Lord Jagannath temple, but he went to uh, Bimladev's temple and asked for a son and preached the glories of Krishna. 
and then Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was born. And that is why his name was Bhimal Prashant. So uh, it was after Bhimna Devi, uh, Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur was named Bhimal Prashant. So uh, we see God is merciful and uh, kind that just by chanting, dancing and eating prasadam we can perfect our life. So anyways, it's time uh, we stop. Uh, any questions, comments, directions? Shilaprabhupada ki, Jai 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 Jai